Maple bacon popcorn. I'll have oh, you know. Not chips then. Maple bacon popcorn. Make a, it was on so it can't be scratched. Maple bacon popcorn. <laughs> maple bacon. I'm tired. <laughs> well, the red light's not on, so we can't be recording. Yeah, you didn't oh. turn on the red light. Whoops. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to stop being silly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew we were recording. There we go. So at the beginning we, is we were recording maple bacon popcorn. Right now. <laughs> yep. And with that, we start a new episode of True North Nerd! Yay! Yay. Uh, this week, it's Kevin. Hello! Ryan. Good evening. And Jen. Howdy. Uh, this week is uh, no real topic this week, just sort of catching up on everything. Yeah. It's news and shoot the shit. Yeah. I feel like we haven't it's recorded like, in a long time. It feels like it, doesn't it? Except for the fact that we just recorded at the library two weeks ago. That yeah. feels like it was a long well, time ago. Well, it was ago. slightly over two time. weeks ago because we normally record on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. That so was a Saturday. So two weeks and two days. Exactly. Three days. Well, Brent and I recorded two days later. You guys were just I too cool. a couple days after I that. <laughs> I guess what you're saying is I'll have to record something. Yep. It's a good thing we're here tonight then. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I hope uh, everybody uh, out there who has seen the new Halloween film enjoyed my little review with Alex Greenfield. That uh, I think it turned out okay. It sounded know. good. I haven't listened yet. It's I downloaded it at work today. I haven't listened to it yet, though. I'm worried it's going to be scary. What, the podcast? The review? (laughs) Anything to do with that franchise. No. Um, The the interesting thing that dropped in my lap on it is... is Did it hurt when it dropped on your lap? Or did it feel good? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) You had to make it creepy. Yes, I did. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. um, So I knew Alex was a screenwriter, and I knew he had written horror movies. What I didn't realize until I recorded it is he actually pitched on writing a Halloween movie a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Well, probably a decade ago now, but... It was one of those like, well, that's convenient for this podcast. Yay! <laughs> Lucky us. <laughs> Go serendipity. Yeah. And uh, Alex may be returning sooner than I thought. But, uh, He's behind your couch. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, I think I'm trying to remember where he lives. I don't think so. Not behind <laughs> our couch. <laughs> but he could Uh-oh. be behind yours, listeners. Ooh. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay if you, you. He's in New England somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, somewhere like that. If he's yeah. behind your couch, off, you know, offer him something to drink. Yeah, maybe some and, chips. Uh, yeah, maybe some of the uh, the the legalized product of our com- country too. It, it, but not depending on what New England, which can which which country or state you live in. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I I love talking to Alex because like we like that thing was like half an hour episode, I guess. About forty and, minutes. Forty minutes. 
Alex and I talked for about an hour, hour 20. Mm. <laughs> just like a lot of semi off the record stuff and stuff like that. Ooh, but he's, spoiler. Just, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Um, what a tease. So mm-hmm. anything, anybody else got any like housekeeping notes like that? I got news. Know? I did find news. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go oh, to okay. news in a minute. Housekeeping I mean, like, notes. I need to do some housekeeping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't turned my Roomba on in a while. Uh, will this show be out? That'll be torn. It was your gig yes, pick. Yes. Oh, I still love uh, it. I can do some shameless self-promotion. Uh, I did promote it on our Facebook page. We do have an improv show coming up on Friday, November the 16th. Uh, so uh, the, the title of our show this time is um, uh, Improv of the Care... No, Pirates of the Improvisation. I was going to mix... Is either... Pirates of the Improvisation or Improv of the Caribbean. It's one or the other. It's pirate <laughs> theme this time. And we're at Ferndale Banquet Hall in Barrie. Tickets are 20 bucks. Get in touch with me through Facebook or email or text me if you've got my number. And we'd love to set you up and come and see the show. I know we do have some listeners have already bought tickets. Yay! So we'd love to see you there. It's just going to be a good time. We, I think we do a good show. You do do a good show. We've Thank gone you. a couple times. Thank you. So please come again. <laughs> Um, in terms of this show uh, coming up, uh, hopefully there's going to be a roundtable discussion on the third season of Daredevil with a couple special guests. I'm just putting, I'm putting logistics together to to talk to such people at the same time because Lord help us if everybody had the same schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, beyond that, um, I haven't told you guys this yet. Oh. But, uh, I talked to uh, Mr. Jeff Woods, uh, formerly of Legends of Classic Rock, now uh-huh. of uh, the syndicated radio show Records and Rock Stars. His the audio book of his book is now out. Cool. Which uh, I haven't had a chance as of this recording to listen to it. I'm going to be listening to it like tomorrow and probably the next day because I imagine it's at least like an hour or two. He's got a very nice voice to listen to. Yeah. Uh, and what radio our, station can you hear him on? Uh, Rock ninety five in Barry, Q one hundred seven in Toronto, and uh, crud. Horrible friend. <laughs> and other... It's a syndicated show, so it's at a, a whack of other things. But anyways, Jeff and I were talking, and he is going to do a mini episode with me in the near future. Awesome. Oh, cool! Woohoo! Uh, so yeah, that that's it for the uh, the show notes here. I guess uh, anybody else want to table anything? No, no. I have some shameless self promotion. Oh yeah, go so for it. I started a new job. I am enjoying it so much, so much, so far, <laughs> so much so far. Um, and it is at the Midland Public Library. Uh, formerly, I was at the Barry Public Library, and now I am in Midland, uh, which is north of Barry. So we are doing on November the 23rd, which is a PA day for most schools. We're having a Harry Potter day. Uh, we're going to have all sorts of fun activities. Uh, we're going to try to transform our library into Hogwarts. Mm. I will be doing a divinations class. You're going to make Brent dress up as Hagrid? Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> Depends what uh, Brent is doing work-wise that day. <laughs> I will be doing divinations, um, teaching people how to read tea leaves. Um, I'm also going to put together uh, a potions activity for kids. Oh, fun. Uh, we're going to have the sorting hat, green screen, uh, owl post, um, 
uh, and in the evening that night, or indoor Quidditch. In the in after uh, hours, we're going to have a Quidditch match for teens and tweens. Ooh! So, and then the next day, the Saturday, uh, we are continuing with a Harry Potter movie marathon of mm, I don't know however many we can get through in the day. Nice. So yeah, if you're in Midland or in the area and you like Harry Potter and you have nothing better to do that PA day, come on up to the library and uh, have some fun with our Harry Potter day. It should be a blast. Sounds good. Yep. I have to work. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a PA day for you. No. No, me neither. (laughs) So I guess we'll go on to the news, Mr. Ryan. Well, first, two things I didn't write down, but Tevin gave me perfect segues that if I would have jumped into his stories to talk about them. Yes. Because he brought up Pirates of the Caribbean, and I saw a headline. They're apparently looking to reboot the Pirates of the Caribbean. I heard that. Oh, God, why? (laughs) Well, probably, I hope if they do it, they'll get rid of, maybe they'll, you know, they'll let, you know. The reason why is $1.8 billion in box office. That's a good (laughs) The other reason why they have to reboot it is because they don't want to make a movie with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. They let him go. You make new pirates in in the Caribbean. There was more than just those pirates in the Caribbean. Originally, it was supposed, I mean, from watching the first movie, he wasn't supposed to ever become the main character. It was supposed to be Orlando Bloom's character as the main character for the franchise. Or at least that could be definitely argued. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got out of that first movie. There are lots of characters in the ride that they could base a, a movie around. Like the guy who's in jail trying to get the key from the dog? That's all I remember. Yeah, the guy with the hairy leg. His leg hangs down over the bridge. There's that guy. There's the guy <laughs> in the mud with the pigs. They just changed the wench auction scene into a scene where the woman is the pirate now and they're auctioning off something else. Mm. So <laughs> I wonder, didn't they add Johnny Depp into that ride? Yeah, yep. he's in it now. Yeah, yeah And I he does the if, voice in it, too. I wonder if that's going to be changed anytime soon, then. I don't know. Those animatronics are quite expensive and very yeah. good looking. So, I mean, Captain Jack is still a pretty popular character. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do they want to get rid of him? Uh, well, there was... Because he allegedly beat his wife? Yeah, there oh. was that. That got settled out of court, so stress the alleged so we can't get sued. Yep. Um, and then there's like there's just some stuff that he said in a couple interviews that people are going like, ah, he's, hmm. he's being distanced hmm. from at the moment. He's not being Kevin Spacey by any nope. means, but... And in other Disney theme park rides turned to movies news, the um, Jungle Cruise movie got pushed back. Oh, did it? Yeah, it was supposed to come out next summer. And no, it's supposed to, yeah, it was supposed to come out in this late 2019. It's now going to be summer 2020. Oh, wow. And that's the Jungle Cruise movie starring uh, Dwayne rock. Johnson and mm-hmm. Emily Blunt. Yeah, I follow The Rock on Instagram. And so I was, he looks really good in that costume, I got to say, with a little hat. And <laughs> she looks really good in her costume, too. But I mean, it was mostly pictures of him. Mm-hmm. It's his Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, other movies that have been pushed back Wonder Woman's been pushed back. Yeah. Now. Yeah. The, but ba- that, that to me is like, that's kind of good. That uh, means they're taking their time. They mm-hmm. want to get it right. And hopefully. Well, there was a quick rumor that happened in this last, you know, in this two-week span since we recorded that uh, they were pushing it back so they could have time to retool it to fit more in a possibly as a Flashpoint soft reboot of the DC universe. Now, then, because somebody went out and put that on Twitter, somebody connected, excuse me, in some way, and uh, it was quickly followed up with a whole lot of, no, 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 that's not at all what's going Mm -hmm. on. Because that Flashpoint movie that they keep talking about on and on, now that one's still 
in total limbo, like yeah. pushed to like twenty twenty one. Well, isn't that's not good? I'm willing to put money in that movie's not happening it, because wasn't it all around Ezra Miller's schedule and he's the big bad in the Fantastic Beasts movie? Oh, is he back in this one too? Oh, mm. okay. Uh, I, I didn't know thought he was his, the big bad. I thought yeah, he was in the, in the last the, one. He yeah, was. yeah, but I thought. Yeah, I no. Johnny Depp's the big bad in this one, isn't he? Well, he's Grindelwald, yeah. but Ezra Miller is going to be in all of the Fantastic Beasts. Oh, oh I didn't yeah. know that. So. Okay, that's good. I kind of thought good his story that. was done at the end of the last one. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I heard anyway. Oh, okay. We'll find out when we go see it. Yep. Yeah, that and like that Flashpoint movie doesn't have a director. Like they, yeah. they, they've the Flash movie itself. If that's is that the same thing? The Flashpoint that's the Flashpoint movie, movie yeah, has the Flash it has movie. ran yep. through like I want to say oh, multi- six directors, multiple directors, yeah. multiple script ideas, yeah. multiple, multiple, multiple. Um, so I guess that means we only get one DC movie next year. Uh, no, there's two. We get Shazam and Joker. Oh yes, that Joker uh, movie is the not necessarily part of the main DC universe continuity the Joker, Joker movie that nobody nobody has for, for. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, nobody wants. <laughs> but they, I could be wrong. Hey, like, it was getting some good buzz when it was leaking those early images, like the the, the on set behind the scenes footage that they were showing there. Yeah, it, it was getting good buzz. But yeah, it'll be interesting. They, All the photos I see of it just make me think this is going to be like the DCU version of. Um, Oh, what was that movie called where uh, Robert De Niro kidnaps Jerry Lewis? He's a comedian, and he kidnaps Jerry Lewis to make him oh. a funnier comedian. Don't know it. Uh, uh, somebody's going. Somebody's yelling at their podcast as I as I speak. But I do that when I'm listening to podcasts, and they ask a question, and I know the answer. <laughs> I I also heard uh, that Jason Momoa has started floating ideas for what Aquaman two should be about. I did hear that too. Yeah. yeah, Aquaman one hasn't even come out yet, but he's no. like, "Oh, I've got this great idea for where we should start Aquaman two. That's cool. uh, you know, at least that's good that he's super excited, super excited about yeah. it, and likes the character enough. Everything, you don't hear Ben Affleck talking about Batman. Everything I've seen from the Aquaman movie looks super fun. It does. It mm. looks really Patrick good. Wilson as as the Ocean Master riding on a shark. You know, yeah. it's just gonna be cool. I think. I did want to originally. I just wanted to see it because Jason Momoa. But then after watching that trailer, I'm like, no, actually, now I want to see it for plot. <laughs> I'm just curious how long it's going to be. Like there, there seems to be a lot going on. <laughs> There's a lot going on in it. Yeah, I'm worried about getting my hopes up on a DC movie. But I mean, Wonder Woman was Wonder great. Wonder Woman was great. Yeah, and I actually yeah. we rewatched uh, Justice League not too long ago, and that movie it's wasn't too fine. bad. Yeah, yeah. it's like, got plot holes you can drive a truck through. Oh yeah. DC. I don't think any of the DC movies have been terrible. They're just fine. Uh, we enjoyed Suicide Superman. Squad. Suicide Squad, I think, is a lot of fun, too. But we're in the minority on that yeah. one. I like Suicide Squad. There's like a Suicide lot of Squad hate for too. that movie that I don't get. Except for the Joker. Yeah. No. Other other than Suicide Squad's like a slightly darker version of Avengers. Batman <laughs> versus Superman, I like didn't yeah, even fr- I didn't even remember Superman died. I know you guys say you and Snowhawk cosplay say, Well watch the director's cut and like I I can't. I can't even be bothered to. I don't think that movie's terrible. It's fine. Speaking of which, uh I'm not sure if this is on your news thing. It might be, but, let's see. Uh <laughs> Zack Snyder apparently has been releasing snippets of storyboards that he drew for the Justice League uh, of the the scenes that got cut out of the movie. I heard something that there's not just there's a whole oh, release the Snyder cut. It's like oh no no there's not no stop it there's not a Snyder cut. 
There's actually two Snyder cuts. Uh, bum, bum, bum. I just want him to go yeah, away at this point. There's like so much going on with that. Uh, what's his name? The guy who played Cyborg was at a convention and said he shot two movies worth of footage. So <laughs> that was probably but I don't. Yeah, it's you know. Well, maybe not when they recut. You know, they brought Josh Whedon in and redid a whole bunch of stuff. And That's the true. original idea was two Justice League movies. So maybe that, and then it got compounded down to one. And then that's well, what happened with the original created. Superman movie. They were they were trying to shoot one and two at the same time. Yeah, but they, they the budget was getting so bloated that they were like, okay, no, stop. We got to get one of these movies out and see what happens. And then they tr- switch directors, but yeah. But I think Justice League and or not Justice League, uh, Shazam and Aquaman might be the if they're as good as we're hoping they are, might be the Renaissance point of like mm. okay, let let okay it's right the now jumper cables on the dead car. Here we go. <laughs> Write it down. How much do you think Aquaman's going to make at the movies? A bajillion Oof, dollars. No, uh, give me a number overall. Overall. Uh, I got to see what else comes out. Domestic that weekend. Or no, don't look. All I know is no. I know that. So you got it's December. So you got Mary Poppins is around that time. You yeah. got Bumblebee around that it time. It's Christmas weekend, time. Guys. Bumblebee is the same weekend. No, it opens the same weekend as Mary Poppins, doesn't it? Oh, but I think it might be all them. If they're not all the same time, they're all within one within another. A it's all days. around like the the Christmas. Are we talking worldwide or domestic? I'm thinking, well, let's just go domestic. Let's go... Domestic? Well, even, you know, let's just say when it's all said and done and it's out of theaters, how much do you think it will not, like, not opening weekend. Okay. Like, just what do you think it's, like, the grand total will be? Like, because didn't Justice League do, like, like, Superman did, like, 700 I'm, million, I'm didn't it? I'm thinking Aquaman will end up in around the 550 million range. Okay. What does the winner get? Nothing. Bragging rights. Um, I'm gonna go lower. I am gonna lose this notepad. So I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 400 million. Oh, that's uh, because I think Mary Poppins is weirdly Mary Poppins is going to take a chunk out of. I can't wait to office. see Mary Poppins. Uh, yeah, I know. Me too. You and I, I are gonna have to go see. I it together. wouldn't mind seeing Mary Poppins, but I there I know more people who are more excited about Mary Poppins than I know who are excited about Aquaman. Well, I really want to see so, Aquaman too. Yeah, but uh, well, so you're, we're probably going to see both. Wonder Woman made a billion, didn't it? I don't know. Close to it. I will check now. You so keep Jen, looking at me like I have any idea. Oh, I thought maybe you were looking something up, no. not playing games on your phone while we're trying to do a podcast. <laughs> I can do two things at once. Okay, tell me a number. One dollar. Is it like the price is right? No. No. I don't know. I'm bad at this. I don't know. Well, you got 550, 400. Throw a number out there. Oh, 450. Okay. If I don't get anything, I don't care. <laughs> you get bragging rights. Meh. What are you thinking? I think it's going to make seven hundred. You think so? I think that was so. My original. Guess. I don't know. At I think least it, I think it's going to at least do seven hundred. Like because, like you said, once you start throwing in international, so Wonder and, Woman made four hundred and twelve million domestic and four hundred and nine million international for a worldwide gross of eight hundred and twenty-one. See million. the thing I'm wondering, you know, yeah, because Can I don't know how many of nope. these competing movies. But are I'm getting going to facts. open in China. So, because Aquaman's cleared, apparently. Yep. Aquaman's going to have a uh, screening in China. 
And, but I imagine so will Bumblebee because the rest of the Transformers oh, yeah. movies have well, at least the last couple, it. for yeah. sure. Yep. So and Bumblebee, I can see it's the first Transformer movie in the last three that I've been interested in seeing. Like, period. Let alone in theaters. So, and those movies do well regardless of what I think of them. Yep. So if they've got those people going to it, plus the people like me who are being enticed or suckered, depending on what movie we get at the end of the day, to go see it, that's going to be a pretty big box office draw. And plus you have Mary Poppins, and then... It's going to be a busy Christmas season. Uh, oh, there's season. no yeah, Battle be... Angel. That got moved. Yep. So, yeah. It's going to be a busy Spider-Man December. comes out in December as well. I don't... Because it's an animated movie, I don't think it... Like, I think it'll do well, but I don't think it's going to be doing, see, like... I think of all those movies, that's the one I'm I'm most anticipating. Like, really? I want to see Sp- Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like, all the trailers I've seen for it, all the little things I've read about it, anything mm. I've heard... Makes it Aquaman sound like Bumble an awesome Bee Spider-Man cartoon movie. Day. Oh, okay. And the Deadpool re-releases that day as well. Now, is Mary Poppins that weekend Mary too? Mary Poppins opens on Wednesday the 19th, and Aquaman opens on Friday the 21st. Okay, so that's just going to be a slaughter fest. That's good, yeah. They're all going to be taken from one another. Like It's, it's all counter-programming, well, other yeah. than Bumblebee and, and Aquaman are pretty much pulling from the same pool. But on mm-hmm. the bright side, we get some good entertainment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be an expensive week. <laughs> What's next on the news list? Uh, oh, news from the set of The Mandalorian. Ooh. Theft. Someone stole a camera and a me- possible, possibly, it could be misplaced. They're not really sure. It's being investigated. But a camera and a memory card containing you know, possible footage and or images from the set have gone missing. Now, they also happened to go missing the same week, week that George, George Lucas, Lucas was there. Dun, dun, not dun. saying it was George Lucas. But draw your own conclusions. It was me all along. <laughs> Is that your George Lucas impression? I, I need more flannel. Uh, yeah, kind of. <sighs> Not that, because, you know, he can't afford his own camera. <laughs> Speaking of good voice actors. Sorry. Uh, oh, okay. Um, oh, valid. Valid. <laughs> Not even going to argue. Good segue. Alan Tudyk is going to be voicing the Joker in the Harley Quinn cartoon I series. I just heard that today. Jeez, he is in good with Warner Brothers right now, ain't he? Well, he's in good with everybody. Because he's, he's in worth- Doom Patrol. He did that Injustice 2 game. He's Green Arrow. And now he's doing the Joker's voice. He was on. Um, he was on that. DC Universe sitcom. The too. one we all liked and everybody I hated. I loved that show. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, more animated news. We've got Star Trek animated news. Yeah. Yeah. Odd. Uh, so the one of one of the writers, not the main writer. but oh, one, Was he not the main writer? No, I don't not know. The, no, I don't think so. Uh, not, uh, one of the writers from Rick and Morty is going to be writing this new Star Trek mini uh, animated series. Uh, and it's titled Star Trek Lower Deck. And it reportedly uh, focuses on the support crew of one of the Starfleet's least important ships. Yeah. Oh, it's the Red Shirts book. Uh, kind of, except it's it's like about the people who put the yellow cubes in the food pattern buffer so that bananas come out the other side. Apparently that was, <laughs> the, for the, in the, the thing I read, that was like the thing that sold, uh, I guess, the CBS executives on, you know, on him. As he was like, mm. when he did his pitch, he's like, I want to know about the, the people that put the yellow cartridge in the replicators that make 
the bananas come out the I, right color. I'm, so That's which awesome. era of Star Trek is it in? We Next don't area? know. Say. Oh, that isn't said. But he is behind a very famous Twitter uh, ch- uh, Twitter feed called Star Trek The Next Generation Season 8, where oh. he released a whole series of synopses, really dumb synopses of, <laughs> of, uh. of episodes. And it was so popular that uh, it's been optioned into a book. So nice. there's a, a comedy Star Trek The Next Generation book coming out. Speaking of which. An unfilmed eighth season. Do you uh, subscribe on Twitter to Star Trek Without Context? I don't look at oh, Twitter very much at it's all. It's awesome. It's I, just a still frame from an episode of Next Generation with or Deep Space Nine or one of the more modern shows yeah. with the closed captioning on. Uh. And it's just like... It's, one of them is like just one of the I can't remember who it was, but I think it's from a holodeck episode, and it's like Lavar Burton, like Jordy going like existence is futile, <laughs> like just stuff like that, and like the the latest one is like Warford, like never surprise me when I'm eating and stuff like that. I just love it. Apparently, Michael Dorn is still at conventions trying to stump to get it. Captain Worf show off the ground. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think Worf would make a very good captain. Well, he's the actor who's been in more Star Trek than anybody else. Well, I think the actor would would be good at playing a good but captain. I, but I don't think that the character of in Worf a lot would of ways modern captain. Star Trek is is the Adventures of Worf. Like every yeah, I I don't think we need it. But I it's one of those things that like. I understand he's trying to like kind of drum up work and and he like not that he needs the money or anything, but maybe he, he does. He probably likes the character and feels like it. But it's when this stuff happens without like any studio involvement, mm-hmm. I just feel a little bad. Yeah, like it feels uh, desperate, doesn't it? Richard Hatch did that for years. Gal- at I conventions. remember. Oh yeah, I been. Even, I was at some conventions with Richard Hatch pre New Galactica. Yeah, and like to the point where. I don't know if he paid for it, but somebody put together like a teaser trailer for the new Battlestar Galactica with him in it. And that would have been oh Around the year two thousand. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's every once in a while you hear these stories and it's like, oh it's just like I just think it's a if night. you want to if you want to pitch it pitch, pitch it in real life like you know the executives go in yeah. and sit in I'm with fluent them. In chicken scratch. It's okay. an interesting time to be a Star Trek fan because we we haven't had an era where there's been this much activity mm. since Enterprise went off. The oh, air. the new short is coming out soon. Yes, Calypso is on November the eighth, mm. which should be just after this gets released. The now, weekend after this comes out. Yeah, here's a bit of interesting high like thinking. So say the Star Wars cartoon comes out on is it going to is Star the Trek? I, or Star Trek cartoon comes out and it's, it's on supposed, the streaming service. It's on CBS, the streaming yeah. service. And it does well for them for whatever reason. They Maybe it's it. really funny. It's already been picked up for two, up seasons. for two seasons. Yeah, but how many how long is each episode going to be? Are half we, hour episodes. Half hour episodes? Yeah. Oh, okay. So say that does well. The for it does really well and brings in subscribers. Does Disney pull out of the closet that robot chicken animated Star Wars comedy Ooh. that there are supposedly something like 30 episodes to finish for? Yeah, maybe. I think I think um, CBS uh, greenlit this on the fact that people love the Orville. No, oh, definitely. That, and it's the popularity of the Rick, Rick and Morty connection. Yeah. 
If it had been somebody else, maybe not. But those two things probably sold it. We right don't there. know if it's hand drawn or tradi- or CG. No, because there's nothing, yeah, no details nothing. like that. No, just no, like no release date. No, to it's me, just pretty much. A, me, we're making this cartoon. It should look like that '70s era Star Trek cartoon. So like C Lab, like they've done yeah. C Lab cartoon yeah. now, and it, I, it would be. It would go I'm in that style of humor, it. it's, right? It's, it's fun to think of something new um, in in the Star Trek universe. Yeah. So. Next. Next. Uh, oh, Luke Cage got canceled. Yeah. yeah. Well, last last full time we episode, spoke. we talked about Iron Man and now Luke Iron Cage. Fist. Or Iron Fist. Yeah, not Iron Man. I think it's because uh, there's a couple reasons. Disney's going to have a streaming service, so Netflix doesn't... They, they don't need Netflix. So... But it wasn't ne- it wasn't Disney that canceled it. It was Netflix that canceled it. Netflix Netflix is becoming a content creator too, right? Like yeah. So why renew somebody else's stuff? IP. Yep. When we can do more Stranger Things. Yep. And the and part or, of the or Sabrina, right? Sabrina is a Netflix part, part of yes, with that is. as well. That I've heard is that Netflix is not only why renew it, why promote something that when. We'll get it good and hot, and then the minute that deal's done, Disney will take it oh, for yeah. their streaming yeah. service. Now, it also sounds like there may have been some behind-the-scenes creative differences going on. Like, they wanted some changes done in the uh, the writer's room. Netflix? Yeah. Was that with Iron Fist, or was that with Luke Cage? I thought it was Luke Cage. There was Luke some issues. Cage, there was they reportedly some yeah. issues mm. behind the scenes. The, apparently, the last half of the second season, supposedly, allegedly, Netflix wasn't happy with hmm. what they got, and... Where, yeah, yeah. So I would not be surprised at all if they show up on Disney streaming service or a variation of that. Well, you I know, mean, like a Daughters of the Dragon and Heroes for Hire series, like both of those yeah. greenlit. I would not be surprised. They they have already announced Scarlet Witch and Loki over on the Disney streaming service. Yeah. Well, yes, but they're going. Those them. are going to be mini series, just uh, due to those actors. Yeah, time, time, and cost. Mm. Um, They're going to need all the fresh content they can get if they want to compete. And that's why I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can churn out those Disney Channel sitcoms like nobody's business. So, yeah. And then they can, you know, it's a home for all their older content. Yeah, but apparently older content doesn't draw people to services like you would think it does. I I could see it not necessarily drawing, but I can see it. Being something that people will be like, oh, this is here. Okay, it's another reason for me to watch this channel. Like, yeah, you're going to subscribe because you want to see Stranger Things. You want to watch Sabrina. You want to watch Orange is the New Black. But then you're happy when you find out, you know, it's like, oh, shit. I'm rewatching The Office on Netflix right now. I watched Futurama, I think, three or four times. Yeah, no, I'm (laughs) I'm not saying people don't. No, no, for sure. Apparently, like, the people who get Netflix... And watch older stuff opposed to like the Netflix exclusive stuff is like the disparity is a lot bigger than you would think yeah. it would. Well, especially now that they've got so much original content. I yeah. wonder how it works for a streaming service like DC Universe, which we don't have up here yet. Like mm. where they only have right now one new original program and the rest of their service is old cartoons and episodes of Batman and Wonder Woman from the 60s and 70s. Yep. And comic books. And comic you, books. you can read yeah, comics. Yeah, you can read it, comics. Right? On, have they got Lois and Clark, the new adventure of Superman? Lois and Clark, yeah. And they have Superboy. Uh, oh, they have that, that Superboy mm-hmm. show the syndicated on Syndicated one. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they have Flash, too, I think. Oh, 90s, 90s Flash? Flash? Which brings me to my next. Oh, there's a segue. Yes. See? 
Uh, Setting up the segways and Ryan's knocking him down. <laughs> John Wesley's ship, 90s Flash, was spotted and photographed and in promotional images of the crossover episodes yeah. for this year's DC multiverse. Was he in a picture with Stephen Amell in the Flash costume? Yes. No. Oh, it's not Stephen Oh, sorry, yes. It's Stephen Amell, not... Not Grant Gustin. Not Grant, yeah. Yeah. Because Grant Gustin is, is in the, in the Arrow, Arrow costume, costume yeah. and then Supergirl was there, too. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so it looks like he... And it looks like it's his old costume, did, like at least the style. Did you see the photo that got released today of the actor playing the monitor? No, I didn't no. see that Oh, look it up. I mean, it's, it's a visual cue on an audio yeah, the, podcast. Oh, we got but, uh, we got a lot of photos this week from all that because we got the the Supergirl Batwoman photo, mm-hmm. too, from yep. Entertainment Weekly. And, and we, I guess there was, a, did we mention it last episode, the uh, Superman in the black costume? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that was, it looks like it's going to be an interesting three episodes. Yeah, I was saying that uh, I might have to come over to your place to watch it this, oh, yeah. <laughs> this time. Because, unfortunately, Netflix is going to get flash the flash part of it and then not the rest of it until like next year pretty oh, much are they are they go see, do they go season by season on uh, well, the other Super shows Girl? are the other show well yeah supergirl is on Canadian netflix and it's season by season yeah i i checked the other day to see which ones are on there and yeah uh it's flash supergirl black lightning yeah let I don't think Legends... I know Arrow I don't was think not. Arrow. I yeah. I, yeah. Arrow was, and then it got pulled at yeah. some point. That was a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. And then, But yeah, like now I guess, because something must have happened. Like CTV didn't doesn't have Flash. It's not on Space. It's not on oh. CTV2. It's not on CTV. It's not Maybe anywhere. Netflix, That's why it's on Netflix uh, day after. Yeah, it's not much like uh, Black Lightning. So mm. uh, I'm just trying to find the image. Which one? Uh, of the monitor. It was uh, uh, it was Entertainment Weekly, I think. Yeah, because uh, I think they're owned by Time... Isn't Entertainment Weekly owned by Time Warner? I think so. They do do all the Marvel premiere images, too, obviously, but it's it, they've been... It seems to be going overboard with the stuff from the, that's coming out from this crossover. Anyway. Yeah. I'll look for that later. Oh, and then more images that came out today. The first images of the Doom Patrol from that D- from the DC oh, uh, cool. series. I haven't seen it yet. With one quick click, Kevin finds the image. Oh, there you go. That does look like a monitor. He looks like the monitor from Crisis on Infinite Earths. I don't um, know what the monitor looks like. But it looks like he that. Looks like Jen's an alien. never read it. Uh, so yeah, I guess in the latest uh, upcoming episode oh, wow. of Titans. Uh, Beast Boy brings Raven home. Uh, yeah. or is, is it Raven? Or is Raven. It, it's okay. Raven. Brings him. Brings her home for dinner with his family. Or you know, his. Yeah, the uh, coming next week uh, teaser had Robot Man and uh, the Chief and Elasta. Yeah, well, they're calling her Elasta Woman in this. Elasta Girl. A whole bunch of uh, images put out today of them all, but apparently it's not. So I guess that's not you know Brendan Fraser. That's who's playing. Uh, no, yeah. In flashbacks and voice, he's doing Robot Man, but he he's Brendan not Fraser? the on yeah, and he's not the on set Robot. No, man. I thought it was um, oh the guy from White Collar. Oh no, he's Negative Man. Sorry. Yeah, but I don't think it was him in this episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know it could be him in the Doom Patrol series, but not. There's from what n- I read, it's no th- word yet on when Titans is coming to Canadian Netflix. No, right? no. It's only a 10-episode series, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's they wait until it's done. Yep. But I will have more to say about Titans in a little while. There you go. That's called a teaser. 
Oh, we're almost there. Oh, I got um, one. Can I throw one in? Yeah, go for it. Um, so I'm not a video gamer, but I know you guys love your video games, and uh, you, and you love those like Nintendo classics. Have you heard about the game lineup for PlayStation Classic? Yeah, not. I've read about that today. Bad. Um, it, it's. I don't know if I'm going to bother or not, because a good chunk of the games, uh, Jen kept her PS1 games, Ah. and we have a PS2, so there's... My PS1 games are all Final Fantasy, though. Yeah, but that's... Final Fantasy VII is on there. Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Uh, Like... I'm not a gamer, so I don't really know these a lot of these games. Tekken Three, of course, that's a fighting game, right? Rainbow yeah. Six is your. It's a shooter that was the one I could, that kind of surprised me because it's a licensed game, like yeah. it's not a Sony property of any way, yeah. shape, or form. Resident Evil, Director's Cut, Metal Gear Solid, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, so that's the old school top down. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto really didn't start getting good until three. <laughs> so there's 20 games. Uh, it comes That's my opinion. with the console and um, no plans to bring new content to it post-launch, according to Sony. And it's going to be $99.99 in the U.S. Yeah, so about uh, priced about the same as the other ones are. Yeah. So I just yeah, know it, if that it's, was something you guys have heard about. Yeah, no, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I'm I'm tempted by, but may, uh, I don't know. It, it's... There's not, it's not like the Nintendo ones where there's like, I gotta have those. It's like, ah, it wouldn't be bad. And you don't I, really play the Nintendo ones all that much. No, very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'd be more interested in seeing what a lineup for a PlayStation 2 system would be mm-hmm. than the PlayStation. I'm curious when they stop, though. Like, what, what becomes the memory point where you can't fit all those games into, like, a nice Cheaply, little package yeah. mm-hmm. under 150 bucks? Well, you'll be amazed at how much... Oh yeah, these days on uh, flash memory. Uh, the only other little bit of news I had was that they've cast the lead for the Game of Thrones prequel series on HBO. Oh, I hadn't heard that at all. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, this just came out this afternoon. Uh, Naomi Watts is going to be the lead. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, she will be playing a charismatic socialite hiding a dark secret. Oh, um, but everything's under wraps. She's secretly a dragon. Jane Goldman <laughs> is the writer of the series. She wrote Kingsman and X-Men. Mm-hmm. And it will be set thousands of years before the events of Game of Thrones. which It will chronicle the world's descent from the golden age of heroes into its darkest hour. And the horrifying secrets of Westeros' history will, uh, from the true origin of the White Walkers to the mysteries of the East to the Starks of legend, will all come out. And I bet so. you'll be filled with boobs. Probably. And dragons. And dragon boobs. Maybe. <laughs> Scaly. Oh, well, so, that's your thing. Okay. But that is really the only thing I know uh, that, that I had for news that I thought Ryan might not have. So uh, so I only have one more thing, and I only noticed this one uh, just before I got here. And uh, so you know, let's get back, go back in time. Back to when we uh, were in college. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there were Smash some, Mouth was on the radio. Smash Mouth was on the radio. Hey, now, Nickelback now, was on the radio. Now. Still, again, always, they never leave. Oh, I got a oh, wait. I got a telemarketer calling me. Um, do you remember those cartoons? There was a couple cartoons. Oh, I know where you're some going. Some late night cartoons on. Uh, I guess they were on Teletoon and maybe much or MTV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And we got teased. We only got one season of each of them. One of them was Clone High, and the other one was Undergrads. <laughs> Should I wear my tight t-shirt or my tight, tight t-shirt? 
I really liked under. I didn't like Clone High. I really liked undergrads. Oh, see, I really like Clone High and undergrads. I have Clone High on DV- on DVD. Yep. I don't have undergrads on DVD. I missed out oh, on that one. I kick myself because now yes. trying to get it, oh, it's, it's like impossible. 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. So right now, apparently, and today it became a successful Kickstarter. They've mm-hmm. reached their goal, but they're still looking for more uh, to do an undergrads movie. Mm-hmm. Now, have you read anything about the Kickstarter itself, like the details on it? No, I didn't follow the link. Yeah. I saw the headline. I saw the, 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 the blurb that they were successful, so and I was I, like, Woo. I took a quick look at it. They were asking for a hundred and ten thousand, and okay. got a hundred twenty or something. Lit. Yeah. They made it a goal. That just seems awfely cheap to, for an animated film. It could be one of those yeah, things like, too, where could, they're just they looked, they only have other funding, and, and it's just like well, we need to get at least this much to put for that other but, funding to kick in to show yeah, that there's interest. Um, with movies and stuff like that, my tier is always the get a physical copy of it. And I saw what the physical copy tier was and I'm like, nuts to that. What's mm. the physical copy tier? 50, 60 bucks. Ooh. Yeah. You get the shooting script and all a whole bunch of other stuff, but I don't care about no, that. I just want to see the cartoon. You know, 30, 30 for the boom, I'm in. But um, I'm curious. I, I hope it happens, and I hope it's good. My The only thing with it is, like, I'm gun-shy with any Canadian-based property that wants to reboot via these things, because, like... Oh, reboot. Uh, the amount the reboot, of... Reboot, reboot, should not be discussed. Yeah, yes. and not only that, the amount of times reboot was supposed to come Ooh. back before that point... Yeah. yeah, same with undergrads. Undergrads is always that one of like, well, we're trying to get something together, and then like in five years go by and nothing happens. So. Well, here's but they've they've got money, and I hope it is well spent, and I hope I can go out and buy this Blu-ray at Walmart. But and maybe this will get them to put the original season back out again. Yeah, I would hope so. Uh, this uh, to whoever has the rights to put that DVD out, put it on Netflix. Or that, like just the pure fact that... Uh, An undergrad's Netflix series. That would be cool. There you go. See, they talked about that for a period, too, and nothing happened. Ah. So it's, I like... Because the animation style for that... Uh, what was that show I watched that I liked in... Oh, The Hollow? That's that the one. It yeah, it was very similar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just hope that like it shows that there there is enough interest for this to actually go through, and we get the the original set re release so yeah. I can buy it. But uh, I'm I'm also very optimistic. Oh, speaking of this, isn't really news. We do we well, we're all done with the news now. So remember uh, hilarious House of Frankenstein. Yes. yes. So uh, I think it's called Retro Vision Toronto or Retro Toronto. It's on Facebook. Uh, oh, is, on YouTube, there's a channel called Retro Ontario. Retro Ontario, that's it. So the, their Facebook group posted up yesterday um, broadcast quality masters for the entire series unedited. So all the music segments that are like a rebroadcasting really? nightmare to that show yeah. are up for the grabs for the low price of, I believe it's like $6,000. Oh. But the thing is, is like, what would you do with them? You can't rebroadcast it because there's like, it says right on it, no rights are attached to these. All these are the, the, the close, as close as you can get to the, sorry, it's not the original masters. It's like a secondary, 
uh, tape machine because okay. the original masters were destroyed, much like you know everything else of that era. Of, we'll just record over it to save That's money funny for that tape. The Here picture it is. just popped yeah. up. 130 episodes, master yeah. broadcast quality tapes. And what's the price on it? Sixty thousand. Oh, sixty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more. You, you, yeah. you missed a zero there, Brent. Three hundred tapes, a set of broadcast quality Betacam tapes, struck oh, from the beta. original masters. This includes well, all broadcasting the was segments, nice. including the Igor and Wolfman dance sequences. A set of tapes that are broadcast quality Betacam and DigiBetacam that are revised working masters, and a set that have closed captionings. These are the very last tapes in existence. No rights are given or implied in this sale. It's probably them having digitized it wants to get them out of their garage. And who's got a a broadcast quality beta machine in order to do anything with them? There's that too. Yeah. I just hope they don't end up in a landfill. I need to follow this channel. I, I follow them on YouTube. I didn't realize they're on Facebook. Yeah. I love this channel. They It's all old old uh, promos of TV shows from my childhood. Speaking of shows from your childhood and shows from our adulthood. So Jen and I Open finally... Open that door? <laughs> no. Um, Jen and I finally got caught up on Doctor Who. So we can finally talk about Let's it. Let's talk about Doctor oh, Who then. New Doctor Yay! Who? Yes, we're all we are all cut up as of yesterday. Spoilers awesome. for new Doctor Who. As of episode four. Four, yeah. yeah. Right. This the one with the spiders. Yeah, arachnids in the UK. Oh. I love that. Oh, that was such a good it, episode. No, it was okay. good, but little spiders. So little side note here. So uh somebody I know posted on Facebook uh about how they aren't digging this season so far. Because they they feel the one off episodes are kind of hurting it and they they like and giant spiders, really? Did you see the BC News story about giant spiders that no. bought them today? No. Yeah, it was on uh, CBC News World. It, okay. It's in like Vancouver, like not to the size yeah. that they put. I posted up under as a comment, like the link and followed by, you were saying? <laughs> <laughs> to which he, he begrudgingly said, all right, maybe you have a point. And holy crap. I I like that there's not a, there doesn't seem to be a continuing story arc uh, this year because not so far it's been about getting to know these characters and yeah. I can tell you that after only four episodes I really like all four of these characters yeah. and it's nice to have a team on the show instead of the doctor patronizing a young girl <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you know uh, I like the diversity of it I like the relationships the characters brought in. To yeah, they were all they're all connected mm-hmm. loosely. Like they, you know, well, the Graham two- and Yaz didn't know each other, but Ryan's the linchpin character, right? Yeah, I think uh, that's probably going to be part of the overarching plot once it is revealed. I love how nerdy Ryan is. <laughs> like he always like gives himself a pat on the back, like "Way to go, Ryan!" Yeah. Or he does, oh, the, the, uh, the, the, and in the background, making shadow puppets. Like there's something that was hilarious. In the front, like the, I, oh, the, I'm surprised the, <laughs> when they're in, when. When the doctor and the, the, sp- the and the spider, spider doctor are talking about the things and they're the, they're looking right at the camera, yeah. off over their shoulder you can see there's a pro- like a projector, and he's like making shadow puppets. <laughs> oh, I was I was missed waiting it. for the doctor to turn around and say something, but and she like, never does. Nobody acknowledged it at all. It just it was happening. the uh, the the Rosa Parks episode <sighs> where oh, he's walking so in the the field after he I can't remember what he did, but he's like. 
Good job, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> like, I like how he's like... Oh, that oh was, was that he after shot he shot the guy, the guy no, and sent him... He, he shot the guy and he disappeared. And then he said, good job, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. And Brent lost it. <laughs> I love when he's like, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Martin Luther King. I'll get right on that, Ms. Rosa Parks. Yes. He's, he's like, like oh. yeah, I know. It was Speaking good. of which, that, that episode alone oh. was really good. It was so very good. powerful. Yeah. So, you could kind of feel where some of the beats were were coming. I I got the the what uh, Graham was going to end up doing slightly off. Oh, I felt so I thought bad he for was him. going to have to substitute as the bus driver. Yeah, oh. and like and just fake his name so they they, they could get through it. And no, he but would, instead but he was the white person that. Refused um, to give up his, his seat. That, yeah. that didn't oh, get no, off. No, he was, gave up his seat so that a woman could sit down because he thought they were getting off. But then they said they weren't because now they're part of the story. So he was the white person that was standing. Had to, yeah. That she was should have given up his seat. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Oh, that brought, that episode brought me to tears. It was good. It was real, and it was it was when it first started. We were like, "What the heck are they going to do about Rosa Parks?" But they did it. Very powerful. Although now, I, wonder... I would have liked a little bit more explanation of why dude was trying to. So well, that's where I'm going. I'm wondering if our overarching story is going to be this guy who's a rogue time traveler who, for some reason... And well, he was in prison at some point. Yeah, yeah. and he had the same prison that uh, River was in. Yes. Oh, well, I, yeah. didn't, I, I didn't, didn't realize that it was the Storm same Cage right. Is the, is the oh, that okay. In. That makes it a little bit more interesting. And then he had... The, the, well, that gun, that like, all he did was... So he sent him back in time. Yeah, he's not dead. Where. No. Yeah. So it's like, it'll be interesting to see if... This character and whatever, if he, you know, if he's doing this on his own or yeah. what his agenda I hope he is, comes back. he's kind of cute. <laughs> he's an evil racist from yeah. the seventy eighth century. Yeah, I don't care. He's still willing to go back to the to nineteen fifty nice. to make things better for his people. I didn't say he was nice. I said he was cute. <laughs> um. So we're four episodes in. What's everybody think of the doctor so far? I love her. I enjoy how she's still. Trying to figure out who she is. Yeah. Very tenety. Yeah. That, that I think oh. she's very tenant doctory. So not quite as angry as he could get. Like when he would blow his stack, but there's yeah. there's a couple things that like she's doing that remind me a lot of his run. So okay. When it was first announced that the doctor was going to be a woman, I went on record to say I did not really think that was a great idea. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of I was I was kind of like unpacking in my brain why I would think that because I can't remember exactly what I said. Um, but watching her, I was like, she was, it's great. Like, mm-hmm. I love her. I think she's, fan- I want that coat. <laughs> um, but I think she's fantastic. And so then I was thinking, okay, well, when, why was I so concerned about her, about the doctor being female? And I think it was because I was worried, and I shouldn't be worried because it's BBC production, but I think I was worried that they were going to make the doctor. Um, overtly feminine stereotype like she was going to be running around in heels and a mini skirt mm. and you know she, she was, was going to be a companion be, but the doctor she was going to be portrayed as weak and you know she wasn't going to be assertive and you know all of those terrible f- feminine she wasn't going to be the doctor anymore or she was going to be missy she was going to be batshit crazy mm-hmm. because those seem to be the two tropes for women in like stereotypically in TV, it's mm-hmm. you're either uber feminine or you're nuts. Mm-hmm. You're the man of pixie dream girl. Yeah. So I was really worried it was going to go in that direction. So I'm really glad that the way it seems to be in at least the first four uh, 
episodes. episodes. Um, like you said, I, I like that she's still trying to figure out who she is. I like that she's kind of got the the doctor manicness, uh, like David Tennant, because mm-hmm. he is my favorite still. And uh, I like that she is the doctor still, mm-hmm. and she's doing Jody Jody Whittaker, right? She's mm-hmm. doing a really good job of keeping her. Uh, keeping the doctor as the doctor mm-hmm. and i like that those slides keep coming in like oh i got to get used to being called her and which when she sees was it in episode two where the where the she, they get back to the tardis for the first time she says come to daddy oh mommy oh, mommy yeah <laughs> or uh when when uh yaz first meets her and she's like you need to slow down ma- ma'am and or something like that and she's like ma'am why would you call me that because you're a woman, am I? <laughs> I oh, loved yes. it. It was great. It was such a doctor moment, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> I loved in the last episode it, with the spiders when um, uh, American businessman guy played by Mr. Big from Sex and the City is like, you know, why is everyone listening to her? Because she's in charge. Says who? Well, we do. Like, yeah, she does. <laughs> she, she she knows what she's doing, so yeah. we're just gonna follow her. And I, yeah, that, that that's what I was really concerned about is that when you were gonna have these big, powerful, strong um, villains, where you know, typically in the past, when the Doctor has been faced off with these and they're arguing with each other, they're on the same level. I was worried uh, that because the Doctor was a woman, they were gonna make the male char- villainous character. Um, so much stronger than her mm. and she wasn't going to be able to rise to the challenge because of that. But I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've watched so, so much media that I was just concerned. I'm wondering, and I kind of hope, will we see that character back again? Uh, the Mr. Big character, mm. uh, with all that talk of him wanting to run for president in 2020. Yeah. Will we either maybe. see him running and will she do like she did to the, Prime Minister, or like Dr. Like David Tennant did to the Prime Minister when he like saw her, he's like, <laughs> you look kind of tired. Yeah. And then that derailed her completely. Yeah. Or, like, so will we see her interfering in his election, or will we have them once again uh, go to the States? I don't know. That, I that's a see, fine line you want to walk right Well, that's now. why I could see it be more of a, them having to interact with him once he's become president, like all of a sudden they show up, you know, they time travel again, you know, they're in the States and they show up in the white house and this guy's president. And he's like, and then he's like you again. Mm. Mm. I have one more. He concern. seems like a big name. Like, I know he's not a huge name actor, but like I instantly recognized him. Oh when yeah. I saw him. Well, he was like on it, the law and order for forever. Yeah. And it's like, it seems a little weird that he would be in like an episode of Doctor Who for. <laughs> it does seem kind of random, yeah. but he does fit the role that he was cast in, yeah, right? right? To be that the big bombastic oh, yeah, American. Oh, but I think there's also a Law and Order connection too, because Bradley Walsh, who plays Graham, was one of the lead actors on Law and Order UK. Oh, and, and what's it in that played Mar- uh, Martha? Yeah, is on that too, isn't yeah. she? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I think Chris Chibnall, the showrunner, I think he was involved in Law and Order UK. Oh, as well. maybe that was it, or, so or I, you never know. That's one of those things that he, he might be a fan. And I'm like, I want to be on Doctor Who. Or maybe it's like it's a paycheck. Okay, yeah. My only other concern with the future of this show is that I really don't want them to make the Doctor fall in love. I so far I don't see that being I, a problem. I, I know it's only been four episodes, and I'm really hoping um, that they don't go in that direction. The caveat that I would throw that to is because I didn't realize that the prison that we were talking about is the one that Rivers from mm-hmm. is 
I could I could see River showing up at some point, but no, not. She, 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 she her story's though. done. Yeah, because she, she never shouldn't. But no, because it says in her character the last time she meets the Doctor before her death is when they go to Tre- yeah. Trezalor. Trenzalore. Trenzalore. That's the last. But that's the last time they see each other. That's not the the middle time they see each other. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Yeah, no, but I think <laughs> there could be other instances have, where they've ran into Did you see the River Song episode with the twelfth Doctor? Yeah, that that's the last where time they spe- that she oh, meets yeah. the Doctor. They spent the last day on Trenzalore, and it, yeah. it was like twenty four years long, and they spent the whole day together. Yeah, and then the next time she sees the Doctor is the first time we see her. When in the it's library. the library and when she dies. I, yeah. I'm I'm not saying positively that she'll show up, but I wouldn't it would not surprise me. I think it'd be did. more likely to see Captain Jack. Yeah. He's lobbying for it too. Like he's been saying that he he wants, he wants to go. Come back. Yeah. He wants, but I don't think we'll see any characters wants... that uh we I don't think we'll see any characters from previous Doctor Who this year. Yeah. No. Maybe the Christmas episode, maybe. Maybe. But nothing nothing this season. No. Yeah. There's going to be no Daleks, no Cybermen, no Weeping Angels. Oh neat. No. See yeah, I mean it's been in the past that they they often make the companion fall in love with the Doctor. And now I'm worried that they're going to... No, I think with, no. in this one, we're going to have the two companions fall in love. With each other. With I each other. Ryan and Yaz? Yeah. Yeah. And then Ryan is going to connect with his grandfather that he doesn't call his grandfather. His step-grandfather. Yeah. I they're going to have... No, because he's so sweet. I hope he doesn't die, but he's kind of oh. the expendable no, I don't one think he will. I don't think they'll do that. I thought they were... Like, he was going to... I didn't know he was going to be a main part of the crew. I thought he was going to, like, go home first chance he got. Yeah. I, I like. The I like I'm so glad yeah. he's still there. He's yeah. so good. I, I always thought uh, what's her face's grandfather. Uh, yes. Donna's? Oh, yeah, Donna's Donna's yeah. grandfather. Yeah. I, because they great... did those couple episodes with him he, being yeah. like the mm-hmm. pseudo companion. I would have loved it if they had done a whole season with him yeah. as the companion. Yeah. I loved in the last episode the doctor and Yaz's mom, <laughs> who, who she just called Yaz's mom, and, yeah. and she's like Nadja. My yeah. name is Nadja. Okay, Yaz's mom. Yeah, I love that. And nice Yaz's to, mom's like, are you two, are, are you dating? two dating? Yeah. With, when she meets Ryan, uh, and then when she meets the doctor, are you two dating? Yeah. <laughs> well, she asked that one first. The doctor, oh, the doctor first. first, and then the doctor turns to her. Are we? Are we? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I love that part of the doctor is that she's still, she's a little off. I love that the awesome. TARDIS has a cookie dispenser now. Yeah. <laughs> Do uh, So I think we're all kind of agreed that we probably won't see any of the classic villains either this season. Well, they've already pretty that. much said that. that yeah. yeah, but they could be full of shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would I, with the I would throw in with the exception of possibly the last episode of the season that Cliff hangs into whatever they do for next Christmas season. Possibly, or, yep. Yeah, how many episodes do we get this season? Ten, just ten, ten. and a Christmas special. I, um, did you guys watch the the honest trailers on Doctor Who yet? Yes, yes. <laughs> and faces his, the the worst enemy of all. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Uh, yes, yeah, so I am so pro Doctor Who these days. Um, oh, yeah. I look forward to Sunday nights. I look forward to when we get our copy from Ryan. <laughs> you can't say that totally kind of thing on this. <laughs> uh, oh, I love how she made her sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah, so it was speculated. And it's like, the first episode, boom. Yeah. We find out, oh, so she made, she it, made out it out of, like, out of, earth parts. Out of forks out and of spoons. Sheffield steel. Yeah. Well, that part cracked me up when 
It's like, where did all my silverware go? <laughs> oh, no, that wait, was that too, was a different no, that movie. No, I was going to say, that was Monster Squad. That was a different movie. <laughs> we watched them both at the same oh, time. Yes, okay, there we go. That's a segue on to a new topic. You introduced Jen to Monster Squad Yes, this I did. How'd that go? It was funny. It was cute. It, it's a movie why of its time. Is that why does the Wolfman have nerds? No, why, do, why on earth does the older teen boy hang out with them at all? Like, I know that he wants to Because their treehouse is right beside Hot Chicks. How did he, how did he know that? Because <laughs> he was already spying on okay, her. Okay, and then after he got up there and got pictures, and uh, why did he continue to hang out with them? Because yeah. he liked the monsters. Because he's in the goddamn club. Yeah, yeah. why was he in the goddamn club? <laughs> It's one of my favorite lines in the movie. Are you going to be? A, gonna, I don't think I've seen do? Monsters. Really? What? It's a. It's a Shane Black co-wrote co- co- the movie. It's. But you have seen it now. Now I have. A bunch of kids fighting oh, all Universal monsters. The guy who plays Dracula is uh, from Space Ireland in uh, the Next Generation. <laughs> okay. You know the episode where uh, Space Scotland. Where what's her face? Oh, uh, ever, Crusher goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's. He, um, uh, I can picture the. Uh, uh, yeah, he was on um, some other sci-fi show too, wasn't he? Oh, um, uh, maybe. Like War of the World or something. Anyway, I it's, it's, it's filled with like kind of like minor people from like. The eighties and nineties film, like the mother is the is also the woman who was uh Riggs's psychiatrist in Lethal Weapon, and she's the mom in Goonies, and in real life she was mm. Robert Zedmax's wife at the time. Um the there's somebody else in it well, Jason Hervey's in it, the the older Duncan brother from Rieger. That's the actor. Um who plays Dracula. Tom Noonan is Frankenstein. I think he's passed away, isn't he? I could be wrong. Uh, nope. He's yeah. 66, and he's from Lethbridge. Hmm. Oh, look, there you go. But it's a movie that, like, there are a bit, a couple bits now that, like, the language, certain uses oh, yeah. of words and is like, oh, that doesn't sit that particularly doesn't well. But compared yeah. to some other movies of, of that time period, it's a little lighter on that kind of stuff. And... You know, it's a movie of its time, definitely. The the main character wears a shirt that says Stephen King rules the entire time. The one kid doesn't have a name till the end. He's just fat kid. Like even (laughs) my name is Horace. (laughs) There's a documentary on Monster Squad coming out. Oh really? Uh, Yeah, it's a because it's got such a cult following of people Mm -hmm. of our age group. It's. It didn't like it's not like Goonies where like Goonies was a megular mega mega. It was a box <laughs> office hit. Yeah, it would it did very well, and it was a Spielberg produced movie. And Richard Donner, the guy who did Lethal Weapon, directed it. Now this is like the 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 one kind of oddity is well, there's a two parts. Is one it's co-written by Shane Black, who's mm-hmm. gone on to do bigger and more explosive things, and two is the guy who co-wrote it and directed it. Frank or uh, Fred Decker, Fred Decker yeah. is so. If you see it, it's Black and Decker wrote the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> different spelling, but and, and coincidentally, they were both the guys who wrote uh, the new Predator movie that you, you and I went and went and saw. But uh, yeah, it's I I have nostalgia for those movies, and sometimes mm-hmm. they're actually still half decent you know it's every once in a while you're like nope should have left that in my childhood yeah 
Well, I teased it earlier, but um, th- through methods, I've been watching Titans. Mm. Uh, so there have been three episodes uh, released as of the time of this recording, and I have watched all three of them. And I kind of like it because um, I've always loved the new Teen Titans. It's one of my yeah. two classic comics uh, from the 80s. They're touching on things that came like the the characters are the characters from that early 80s run. It's mixed in with the Jeff Johns storyline. It's dark. Um, well, that's what I, the DC I, universe is. It's dark and not gritty. The, not, yep. not the Greg Berlanti verse, though. And this is another no, Berlanti show. Um, Robin, Robin is a guy, a tortured character in this. Um, and I, this is Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, yeah. Uh, so in this show, he's like 26. And he works as a detective for the Detroit Police Department. Mm. Uh, Not Bloodhaven? Nope, Detroit. No. Um, But his partner, um, who we meet in the first episode, is the character from that run of Nightwing. Um, I don't know. So they just substituted to a real city. I think they used Detroit because it's close to Ontario where they filmed the show. I was going to say, Detroit Detroit and Windsor and and Toronto can all sort of sub in for one another. Yeah. You can you. I watched the Michi- show. The, and the country parts of Michigan look like the country parts of Ontario. Knowing knowing that the show is filmed in a uh, central Ontario, I can tell by watching. It, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. This looks like here. Um, as to date, we we still don't know a lot about the other characters. Um, Starfire has no memory, so she doesn't know she's she knows she's connected to Raven somehow. Okay. Uh. But she doesn't. She can't remember anything past a few days ago when mm. she woke up um, in a car outside of Vienna, Austria. Um, Raven is our sort of central character. The bad people are after her. She's filled with darkness. The woman who she thought was her mother turns out not to be her mother when the bad guys come to get her. Um, so she still doesn't really know how to manifest her powers. They just sort of happen, happen. when she's. Um, when she's like uh, stressed or okay beast boy didn't even appear in the second episode and he only really had a cameo in the first and third so we haven't we don't really know much about beast boy yet Um, which looks like that's gonna get rectified in the next episode episode with the doom patrol is yeah is and this takes place in a universe where batman obviously exists well the episode three which aired this week um had a lot of flashbacks to dick's upbringing in wayne manor Oh. Which I think is either Dundurn Castle or Castle Loma. I can't remember which one. No one piece. Now <laughs> they haven't. They have yet to actually show a Batman, though. Um, not a Batman. We've seen Bruce Wayne in silhouette. We haven't. As you said, yeah, you haven't seen a face because I know that I was reading today that there's just more Batman casting rumors mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, uh, but there's a whole extended flashback sequence of Dick um, getting being talked to by. A social worker who says Mr. Wayne is going to take you in, and then he runs away, and he gets sent back, and then he steals a car because <laughs> he, he adopted you through the power of money. Exactly. Money, 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 money. Exactly. Um, the second episode is about Hawk and Dove. Really, um, I forgot they were in the show, and they look awesome. Minka Kelly as Dove is really cool looking. Uh, I like the fight choreography. Hawk and Dove in this universe don't have any powers; they're just like street level vigilantes. vigilantes. With um, 
Well, Dove's cape, her feather cape, is mm. like razor sharp, and she can spin around. She's got. Liefeld sort of, is apparently very happy with how the oh, costumes the costumes look out. amazing. Well, they've pretty much done the, the well, the Hawk and Dove that it is is the new Fifty Two Hawk and Dove, right? It's well, the girl no, and the guy. It's the newer. It's the, so yes and no. It's. It's not Hawk and Dove was a guy and a girl for the 90s period of Hawk was and Dove it? as okay, well. Okay, because yeah. the only one I ever so, hear them reference is we're, we're, we're two guys. The yeah. 60s Hawk and Dove were brothers. Brothers. And Dove was killed in the crisis yeah. on Earth. And uh, Hawk was on his own for a while. And then uh, in the first Liefeld Hawk and Dove miniseries, they were, they were turned into, it turned out in the comics, they were. Um, uh, emissaries of the Lords of Order and Chaos. Yep. Dove was Order and Hawk was Chaos. So the Lords of Order found a new host for Dove, and that was uh, Dawn. Dawn. Uh, yeah, th- it, it's the book where Rob Liefeld got his start. Yeah. Okay. Or got his big. So they break, had sort of because well, just mystical, their their powers were sort of they were enhanced physically by mystical means. Okay. Because he, I'm pretty sure he wrote the New Fifty Two relaunch yep. as well. Yeah. That's why no, I thought he, it was. Yeah, he worked on. And it is a female and a male character yeah. in, in that relaunch. It's just it's because before Blackest Night, it was a male. It was two w- women. Oh, what's that? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're uh, so Hawk and Dove were Hawk, sisters. I think Hawk was killed later. Um, in it turned out that. There was well, that there was, was that crossover called Armageddon two thousand one yeah, in the and, early nineties, and, and it he, turned out he was the big bad because from for the future. some reason they it was originally Captain Adam and then and they too many people figured it, it out, yeah. so they switched it to Hawk, and which Hawk, made no sense. Hawk got killed, and then in a Jeff Johns run of some book, they introduced a new Hawk who turned out to be Dove's sister, who she didn't know she had, who was no. in England or something. Yeah. And then she got killed, I think, in Blackest Night by the reanimated corpse of the the original Hawk. Uh, The original Dove was not reincarnated because Dove turned out, the Dove being the the order, they're part of the white light, which was the counter to the black rings. I thought it would be interesting. Yay, Blackest Night, Green Lantern Run. in, uh, In episode two with Hawk and Dove, the team of characters we had were Hawk, Dove, Robin, and Raven. So they were just the like the bird, bird squad. squad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm really keen on this show, and I'm interested to see where it goes. We finally got three of our four characters together, mm. and we met. Uh, they met Beast Boy this episode. So I'll uh, I'll I'll definitely plug through it when it hits Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like just sit down and watch all of it. Uh, I've been. I just finished Daredevil, so mm-hmm. um, I'm taking a little break from superhero things. By the way, Daredevil season three, which we will get into in another episode. Oh, you don't want to talk Daredevil right well, now? Well, that's I'm bringing other people oh, in right, for it. Right, we, right. we can talk yeah. about it a little bit. I it, watched. Oh, okay. I'll, I, I will agree with Brent in that I recommend it. Yeah, it is so good. Yeah. Of yeah. the see, I I find with Daredevil, I've enjoyed each season more. Like first season was was okay. Like I enjoyed it. A little slow, but he finally found his footing. It was good. I enjoyed the second season, mostly because I really enjoyed a lot of the Punisher stuff that but they that, did in that, that would season. be my one complaint about the second season, is it's a the, Punisher show. It's not... It's it, not like, Daredevil... It was is, the backdoor Punisher show. show. Right, right, right. And this one is strictly Daredevil, yeah. and it's so good. Is it's it based on the Born Again storyline? A little. It picks... Like, not having read Born Again, but knowing a few things from it, it's like... 
it picks a few little okay. like things from it because they they had to change things because they killed off Nuke and Jessica Jones. Yes, that's so right. there there goes was one Nuke part of it. Bullet. Yeah, oh, Nuke's see, I, part yeah. of it. And then beyond that, there's it, like thematically, I guess it's very similar. Right. But the bullseye uh, is good in this. The actors that play Bullseye and Kingpin, yeah, were, were great. But the guy that plays Foggy. If if him or the guy that plays Kingpin don't get nominated for an Emmy or something for their portrayal in this season, then I don't know. I think they were just they were like yeah, they were awesome. I, I did a I did a a, a U turn on on uh, oh, what's his name uh, the guy who plays Kingpin. It's um oh, oh yeah I Vince, can picture him. Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes, oh, thank I, you. I, that's what I was thinking. I because in the first season I I he. It was one of those things he made a very good, a very distinct choice on how he was going to portray Kingpin. Mm -hmm. And like as an actor, like he followed it through. And originally I didn't like what he was doing with it. I I could respect the fact that like, well, he's committed to what he's doing, Mm -hmm. but I don't get it. By the end of the season, I'm like, I'm sold. I'm I'm with Ryan. And I'm also I'd go out on a limb and just say that it's the best Marvel Netflix season period. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without would I would uh, no do I need to have watched season two? No. No. Did no. you watch Defenders? No. I, I uh, the last thing I watched was I got halfway through Daredevil season two and was like, I don't really care about this. And yeah. I stopped watching all the Marvel Netflix stuff. It may help to have watched Defenders only Just because in of that the, start. the way that that ends influences how this starts. Mm. But, Which uh, we can spoil for you later. I'll get there want. eventually. There's a fair amount of good TV going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Jen and I are going to go see Bohemian Rhapsody this weekend. Oh, is that open Whoa. this weekend? Yeah. We're, nice. Uh, I'm going with my parents. We're oh, going wow. with Brent's parents. Because my mom is a big Queen fan, so it didn't surprise me that... like I thought you were just going to say my mom's a big Queen. And, we're double uh, dating with Brent's parents. Nice. <laughs> now you just made it weird. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But my dad parents. very rarely wants to go see movies in the theater, so I was kind of surprised when my mom messaged me on, "Oh, your dad's coming too." I'm like, "Oh, all right." Yeah, <laughs> but it looks good. Oh, um, yeah. That other one that we were talking, that Hunter Killer, the sub movie, apparently mm-hmm. that's out or is coming out this weekend. Oh, is it? It either came out last week. I, I know they're ones, starting I know to do press for it. I've, uh, one of the headlines I read today on one of the sites is that. It's better than you're being led to believe it is. Yes, that's a that seems to be the, uh, the press for it. Kind of, a, they're suggesting that the commercials we've seen are not particularly. Yeah, Hunter Killer is out. Uh, it opens tomorrow. Oh, okay, so it's out this weekend. So it'll be out as of this recording. Maybe we'll go Tuesday. Yeah, I'd be mm-hmm. up for seeing that. Yeah, sometime. Oh, no, it's, it's open. It's already open because it's playing tonight at nine fifty-five. Oh, oh well, there you go. Okay. See, so yeah. how, how did how did it do on the opening weekend? Not uh, great. I haven't I'm heard anything. I'm imagining it. Well, it wasn't in the top three because the top three are Halloween in, in Canada. It was Halloween, something else, and then Venom was through. Venom's still sticking around. Yeah, and it's it didn't do great, but it did okay for like it's been out what four weeks now. Yeah, and Halloween is just so good, so good. Uh, the top. Three movies this past week were Halloween, A Star is Born, and... That's it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so... Oh, I guess Resistance is out, too, right? I, I am yeah, in yep. New Star Wars yet, cartoon but... on a horrible day and time. 
why is a show that's really a kid's show on at 10 p.m. on a Sunday night? That makes no sense. Well, okay, For those so, of you who may think that sounds familiar, those words came out of Kevin's mouth this time, not mine. And <laughs> Ryan has said that at least three times, and I edited it out the last time he did just for time on the last episode. Because <laughs> I'm like, Ryan said this like twice now, but you're, you're completely it, dead on. It really is a kid's show. And it's it, supposed to, no, they, they, they put, set it in the time frame that they did so that kids could understand it. Yeah. They don't give kids enough credit. So I think. Yeah, Rebels did well. I yeah. think I'm actually the only one who's up to date on it. I have watched yeah, every I have episode not, of it. I've tried to watch the last two, but much like the first one, it's on at 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. On Sundays, mm-hmm. I, I which keep, is my bedtime. I keep meaning to put the, I fell asleep uh, the Disney the couch app on Jen's tablet so we can stream it to the TV. Oh, yeah. It's on the Disney Channel. It's on the Disney Channel Why app. Why is it on my tablet? Because, one, you have a Google tablet, so I'll connect to the Chromecast. Google, the Chromecast, fine. Uh-huh. Two, I have no memory left on my tablet. I can't uh-huh. put another app on it. Uh-huh. Okay. I, so, I have an old tablet, remember? I can do it on my phone, too, because every time you're watching something on, on the Chromecast, it pops up you on can my phone. Interrupt. Yep. And I could hit pause. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you enjoying it though? It's taken me a few episodes. I did, I found the first three episodes to be well. Our our new main character is annoying as f. He's supposed to be. <laughs> he's well. He starts off. He's a fighter pilot in the new in the Republic Army. Yeah, or the Republic Navy. Uh, and he gets recruited by Poe Dameron to join the Resistance as a spy. And he puts them to, sends them to this outer and outer he rim. Spends area. the first few episodes going, Ooh. "Hey, BB-8, we we gotta go and do some spying. Let's go be a spy." I'm not a mechanic. I'm a I'm spy. A I'm a pilot. I'm a spy. I'm a pilot. But there hasn't been anything worth spying on. He's not a very good mm-hmm. spy if he's running around saying, "I'm a spy." Well, he's only saying that in empty hallways. So it's taken until the f- episode four hmm. for there to be a plot where he has something worth spying on. And so I'm finally warming up to him. His mechanic buddies are... Interesting. Yeah, the alien dude with the green face who can't lie and is... Who all, takes everything at face value. Is that the, the one that's voiced by uh, Donald Faison? No. Donald Faison's one of the main characters on it. Cause mm. I don't know who that is. He's the, the Scrubs, right? Scrubs, and he also played the, uh, the, the awesome Stormtrooper and all the robot chicken sketches. Oh yes, like the, um, the, the uh, I can't remember Gary. Gary the Storm. I can't remember yeah. any characters' names except Kaz. Kaz is our lead. Because uh, the, the story behind it is the character's name is uh, is it Niku Vozo, mm-hmm. and he is played by Josh Brainer. Uh-huh. Donald Faison is playing Hype Faison, and we have oh, isn't he supposed to be uh, the same alien as Greedo? I, is he? I don't. I don't, I don't think know. he's shown up in any episodes. Oh, yet. okay. No, this is hype. Phazon is the guy in the episode that I just watched that I liked. So, uh, yes, he's cool. Uh, in the second, <laughs> in the last episode, it had. Um, I'm confused. So, is that the guy that 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 actor voices? Yeah, the guy that Donald Phazon uh, voices was the guy in the last episode this week. I haven't watched it yet. He's the racer. Is he is he uh, the same racist? Yes. He okay. Because yes. I thought I remember seeing on in the interview on yeah. uh, on uh, the Star Wars show him talk about the fact that he liked that you know, he was one of those aliens that we never really got that developed. He's uh, also one of those guys who has bugged Dave Filoni for like, on like every show that they've done to do a voiceover and yeah. hasn't got to do well, one yet. So. Elijah Wood was in last week's episode. Yeah. 
as a oh, uh, those are the other the other pilot, the, the other, other racer, racer people pilot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw part of that episode, then I fell asleep. Yeah, it's fine. Commercial yeah. breaks. He's my favorite. He's one of my favorite characters in the Robot Chicken Star Wars ones. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I didn't watch Rebels mostly because. The first few episodes didn't grab me, mm-hmm. but you guys are like, oh, it just gets better and better. So I'm like, I'm going to plow through resistance so that I can keep up with it and keep up with you guys. And here I am, the one in the lead. Nope. Uh, and so far, I'm like, it's. Fu- I love the look of it. I think it's really pretty. Yeah. Um, the plots are simple, but it's a kid show. And uh, so I'm okay with that. And... Uh, I think the story is finally starting to turn. Um, we know that Captain Phasma is out there doing something evil. Mm-hmm. And we know that Poe and Leia are off doing something else too. So, Presumably not evil. Pro- hopefully not evil. <laughs> Part of it. Well, not quite yet. Because, well, I read the Poe Dameron comics mm-hmm. that are continuity. They're part yep. of continuity. If this cartoon is also part of continuity, then eventually... Poe's going to come and take BB-8 back. Yeah. Because him and Black Squadron go off looking for the old guy in the desert that they find. Yeah, it's weird that BB-8 is in this show, but he's the I, only character that links it to the rest of yeah, the Yeah, I think universe. that's why. that, And you can probably fudge why he's there a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Well, he left him behind to keep an eye yeah. on the kid. Yeah. Speaking of the Star Wars comics, I, I read ahead on... Vader, because I've been getting it in trade, so yep. now I'm caught. I, I caught up. Holy crap, that book is so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's the current story arc is him building his castle, and it explains why he builds his castle on Mustafar, and it is so good. But yeah, um, uh, like I said, it's a, it's one of those things. Once we get the app on, I'm sure we'll plow through it because it's not like a long show. It's like, geez, when the we got the last season of Rebels, Jen and I. Rewatched the entire series, and we pretty much did it within a month. Yeah, the first the first episode was a two parter, so it was longer, mm. and the rest of our regular like twenty minute episode, twenty two minutes with commercials. I think. Cool. Well, so, I'll have to keep uh, an eye out for it. Yep. So this is bringing us towards the end of this episode, but with the end of the episode. We come to next week's episode a little bit, and we are going to revisit the Long Box of Doom. Oh, man. Now, this time, the comics are provided to us via our listener, Rex. Hi, Rex. Hello, Rex. Um, This is all your fault, Rex. He had a a theme idea, and Rex is a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. So we get to read Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. We get to read the ripoffs of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So he gave us a a pile to, uh, well, loaned us a pile. Are you going to flip them upside down and we pick them? Well, that's what I was going to say. Do we want to do it random or do we want you guys to to pick out which one sounds least horrible? Oh, no, let's do random. Random. I don't want to know what I'm picking. (laughs) So. And then um, we'll read. No, no, do random and then we'll read the titles. Okay. Some of these aren't going to be so random because they're they're all indie comics, so like the the titles are on the backs of most yeah, of but these. Not, I don't, I didn't know so that. Close your eyes. I wasn't and pick looking. It. Yeah, you're not hey. picking anyway. You get to pick last. Oh, that's yeah. true. You guys close your eyes. All right. Are you picking from the top? Oh, she's diving down into the pile. She's going deep. One. I'm trying. You got two. Do I have two? Oh, there might be two there. 
Jen's got to read two. No. Um, here's my strategy. I'm feeling for the <sighs> thinnest book. <laughs> I'm gonna Ooh, pick... This one's got nice paper, but oh, Ryan's oh. taking it. <laughs> that. I... Uh, I'll take this one. On the oh, oh, it is the no. nice You've got book. two I'll books. Two. <laughs> oh. Okay, give oh. me a second here. Man, why do I always pick the crappy one? Uh, I don't I, think there's a good I'll one in you. here. Nope. Nope. All right. So starting with Jen, what did you get, Jen? Oh. Adolescent Radioactive Black Belt Hamsters 3D. I, at least I've heard of Adolescent Radioactive Black Belt Hamsters. And the the footnote to that is it is uh, drawn by Ty Templeton, a local renowned cartoonist. That's when he was first starting out, though. So I don't think I can read this one. I don't have 3D glasses. Oh, I've got a set. Nope. I got it. Came with my uh, my Friday the Thirteenth and 3D. <laughs> you have no excuse. Ryan, what did you get? I got issue number four of Samurai Penguin. Attention readers, this issue contains graphic scenes of hatching. Is there even a penguin on the front of that? I think that's supposed to be the Samurai Penguin. <laughs> oh, that should be the line of this episode. Is there even a penguin on that? Kevin. I got Cyborg <laughs> Gerbils, number one. Um, yeah, I think cyborg it's British gerbils. because it says the comic cost oh, 70p on the front. Huh? Uh, 350 Canadian. I opened the 3D book and it hurt my eyes. And I'll get you glasses or we'll, we'll swap you out if I can't find it. 1986. Because you do wear regular glasses, so. Rex, I need some glasses. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see. If you can't, then you and I will switch. Okay. Oh, and there's ads for British comic shops inside. That's cool. I just kind of scanned through mine. I think mine has like three different stories in it. Oh, it should be an interesting. It's an anthology. Then there's oh, the, this other thing, and oh, there's more penguin with a bear. Wait, was that a naked scene? <laughs> so a bear. Naked. I don't see. It's an animal. He doesn't wear pants. Anywhere. Uh, you might have to do okay, some research. Okay, what did Brent get? So I got Lee Mars's preteen dirty jean kung fu kangaroos <laughs> from Blackthorn Publishing. I'm guessing oh. by the bottom, it's from 1986. Somebody make a and theme song with that. Apparently, this includes an extraordinarily short but critical appearance of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Peter Laird. So I guess Peter Laird did do something on okay, this. Okay, read particular the title book. again. That was funny. Pre-teen, dirty jean, kung fu, kangaroos. <laughs> and somebody put that to like a beat. You know, like boom, 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 boom. Wow, you're so white. Yeah, you really can't hold a beat. You're so white. Oh, you know what's kind of... Well, well, we'll talk about this. There's an interesting ad on the back of this. Save one. it for next week. Yep. Yeah. I really want to... Two weeks. So, uh, thank you... <laughs> Rex, thanks. Hey, Rex. <laughs> uh, for for loaning these to us, we'll get them back to you. Uh, you want them back? Yeah, he wants them back. He, these it's part of his Ninja Turtles collection. Oh, okay. Okay. This so one nice, doesn't have a bag and board. Be nice yep. to them. I, I'm uh, I, I'm going to go through and be nice and bag and board them for him. The <laughs> cover was done with pencil crayons. Cool on mine. I don't know if that's good or not. It's, black it's, art. it's very, it, you know, it's it is British cartoon style. It reminds me of Beano or oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, well, we'll talk about that next episode. 
And to end us off, we end like we do every episode with our geek picks. Geek picks. Who wants to go first? I will. Okay. My geek pick is my latest uh, Netflix binge, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Ooh, Ooh. I want to watch that still. Yeah. You should. It's very dark. Is it scary? It's not really scary. No, it's not scary, but it's very dark. Is it Buffy-esque? No. She's not as quippy as Buffy. Is there some humor in it? There is some humor. But it's much more like it reminds me a lot of Riverdale, but no, less teen drama. Well, it should. It's by the same creators. Yeah, the same, and they do mention Riverdale, so it's in the same. At least there's a Riverdale in that universe. Okay. Whether these ever cross over, who knows? Um, but uh, it's you, very different than the old Sabrina the Teenage did Witch. Did you see mm. the neat video of the old cast of the '90s Sabrina welcoming the cast of the new? No, it's quite cute. Actually. I'll have to watch. I'll have to look yeah. that up. Joan no. Hart and the two aunts and the kid who played Harvey, who's now a middle-aged man. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's very dark. I like how they're they're really playing into the like I guess, you know the dark part of being mm. witches and you know, mm. the whole you know praising Satan and that you know God is the the you know the the, the the false god and Satan is the real lord and they, you know, have all these dark covens and, you know, ceremonies and all this stuff. And Sabrina's only a half witch because her, her father was a warlord, a warlock and her mother was mortal. And so that kind of makes her a bit of an outcast and there's some other stuff going on and sounds like Satan has some big plans for her mm. that he's trying to manipulate. How many episodes? But- uh, I haven't looked. I'm only like seven episodes in, but I uh, think there's probably like 13. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to say typical Netflix, 12 or 13. Let's take a look. One, two, three. There's 10. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you're almost done. Almost done. But uh, yeah, I would recommend. Well, when you said um, when you said Netflix binge, I thought you were going to talk about the curious creations of Christine McConnell. Have you seen this show on Netflix? Yeah, we no. couldn't get into oh, it. Yes, yeah. I have seen the trailer. That's the it's bl- a weird combination of baking horror puppet comedy. Yeah, but she's she's not really an actress. No, like she can't deliver lines. And no, the puppets are much better than she's she is. Very boring. And it the is puppets a, aren't all a Henson it's production. A Henson yeah. production. So the puppets better be good. The puppets are good, but I, I do like it whenever she starts explaining something to the audience about how to frost your cake or something. The the puppets are like, who is she talking to? That's my favorite running joke. I've only watched two episodes, but that's probably all I'm going to watch. Yeah, but apparently like this is her thing, right? Like yeah. the, the, she's like her, done a couple books. Her baking and, is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, the haunted house cake that she made? <sighs> but because they have to... They have all this puppet, like they're trying to do a plot. But yeah, the baking, the the cooking part is really quick, yeah. and it's not really an instruction. It's just no. a look at the cool thing I can make. Exactly, it's a bizarre show. Yeah. Did, as it goes on, does she become a better actress at all? I don't. I've only watched two episodes. Uh, and I probably won't watch okay, more. yeah. But that does lead me to my geek pick. Oh, I thought that was your geek pick. No, okay, go no, ahead. it leads me to my geek pick. Which is baking competition programs. <laughs> I, nailed it. I love nailed I it. I do love nailed it. But um, again, through methods, I'm there's one episode left in this uh, this year's um, Great British Bake Off, and there's two episodes left in this year's Great Canadian Bake Off, which you don't need methods for if you live here. Um, so I like the Bake Off shows. He- they are. Literally comfort food. You know, it's just nice to watch nice people make nice things. And there's usually a lovely tent and some beautiful scenery outside. And then they make 
bizarre things from other countries. So um, great Canadian and British baking shows are my geek pick this week. Nice. My turn? Your turn. Uh, so, as always, Squirrel Girl, mm. read it. It's awesome. Read it, love it, oh, become it. Exactly. All of you should already have been reading Squirrel Girl if you listen to this podcast at all regularly. Um, so my other pick is I've been rereading the Harry Potter books. So I finished the first two already, and now I'm on the third one, The Prisoner of Azkaban. When they start getting longer. Yeah. The first two took me like two days. Um, now I'm like, oh, this one might take me three. Uh <laughs> So yeah, I don't know if I've ever done Harry Potter as a geek pick before, so my geek pick is the Harry Potter books. Mm. I'm sure everybody has read them, but if you have read them and it's been a while, read them again. <laughs> There's also, oh, let me see, I took a picture of it because I found in the end of um, uh, this Chamber of Secrets, I found a really funny line. And so <laughs> I took a picture of it because I wanted to remember to post it somewhere. Uh, so, you know, at the end, spoilers if uh, nobody has seen the Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets or read the book. Uh, this is the very end of it, so stop listening for a second. Uh, so, you know that uh, Ginny is the one that took Tom Riddle's diary and caused all the problems. So yes. the very I didn't even remember this line, but it said, Ginny, said Mr. Weasley, flabbergasted, haven't I taught you anything? What have I always told you? Never trust anything that can think for itself if you can't see where it keeps its brain. <laughs> and that made me laugh out loud. Uh, so yeah, Harry Potter books. Read them again. All eight movies are supposed to be going on Netflix November 1st, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Returning to Netflix. Yeah, just in time so you can binge them all before going to see the new one. Yep. Hi, sweetie. I need to rewatch the the last new one before I see this new mm. one. So I guess that comes down to me then. It's all your turn. Okay, so uh, I'm going to do two as my prerogative. What? I get that. But but one's kind of a thank you. So the first one is um, if you're, I've mentioned it before, but if you're you're interested in pro wrestling, check out MLW on YouTube. That's where our friend Alex Greenfield's work can be predominantly seen. And uh, if you didn't get it, he uh, he works with a guy uh, known as Jimmy Havoc, and it's very horror movie esque. Some of the stuff that Jimmy Havoc does. Um, beyond that, my official pick, I guess, is uh, I'm going with a little bit of music this week because I because it's we're recording this just before Halloween, and I've been listening to a band I really like called Typo Negative. Their their album October Rust. It's very very. Semi metally, very Halloweeny, um, and Halloweeny. Yep, and as well, if you go to our Facebook page, you will notice a link on on it that we put up on Halloween of a playlist of uh, Halloween theme songs that I put together out of boredom one night nice. when I couldn't sleep. <laughs> so it's it's about fifty songs, so it should get you through a good sized party. And, uh, you know, it's got like, you know, it's got stuff all over the place. A little bit of typo negative, a little bit of Michael Jackson. Did have Monster Mash? You know, I didn't put Monster Mash on. Does it have, Ghost, does it have Ghostbusters? Flying yes. Purple People Eater? No. The music of the Haunted Mansion? No, but I did find a Marilyn Manson version of one of the songs from uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. There's a Bare Naked Ladies cover of Grim Grinning Ghost, the song from The Ride. Oh, really? Uh, that I really quite enjoy. 
That's and cool. I also love the music of the Evil Dead musical. What yeah. I, I have that album. Love Potion number nine? No. Oh, well, the classic. Love Potion number nine is not a Halloween song. Yeah, sure it is. A witch makes him a love potion and he goes crazy and starts kissing everything in sight. Mm. Haven't you listened to the lyrics? No, not really. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 sure, sure, I'll put it we there. Finish I'm now. not going to put it on. <laughs> Clearly, my Halloween music and Brent's Halloween music are totally different. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, so next episode we delve into the uh, the long box of doom and Yay. probably some other stuff like news and other things. So for Ryan, Kevin, and Jen, oh wait, oh, you can now listen to us on Spotify. Oh, that's and- true. I had completely forgotten about that. Yes, we are now on Spotify. All our episodes, if you want to stream them in an easy fashion and don't want to deal with the the Apple people for whatever reason. And, How did we get on Spotify? Uh, magic. put us there. Methods. Ooh. Um, Grease the and right palms. As far as I can tell. Kiss some babies. The way it, the way it's set up, it, you should get it on Spotify about as quick as you get it on iTunes. So mm. there you go. So, so for SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify, Spotify now. Yep. Slowly taking over the internet. Oh, there we are. Soon we'll burn it to CDs and mail them to people. That's a step backwards. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. You know, vinyl is really popular. Oh, they, and, oh look, we even have an explicit rating. I think we swear. Yep. A little bit. I, I No, that's because I have to put that on for iTunes and yeah. SoundCloud. Oh. Because, well, you guys don't, but I do. Because <laughs> Brent gets a little blue sometimes. How sometimes. do I do a screen capture of this thing? Push multiple buttons at the same time. So for Kevin, Ryan, and Jen, this has been Brent, and we will see you next week. Or two weeks. Two weeks. See you sometime. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds. On Facebook. Under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy